Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Dream Reality, New Earth Radio, empowering you to remember the choice is yours. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, and this is our co-host, Ilya Nabutovsky. And now, on with the show. Welcome, everyone. This is Tuesday, the 26th of April in the fine year 2011. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, I am Dr. Dream, and you are Ilya. That's right. I am Ilya, and it is a pleasure to be here once again. I am always looking forward to it, and this show is very exciting. Excellent. I am uh, really pleased that uh, that we're here. We have a we have an exciting we have an exciting exciting broadcast, and I mean it's always exciting. First of all, the, you know the the norm is that um, you're here at the Dream Studios in Southern California, and I'm someplace else. But this week. We're both here in Southern California at the Dream Studios. That's that's exciting in itself. That's right. We are indeed both here, and I can actually hear you uh, just a little bit away, and uh, it's <laughs> it's interesting, and I love it. <laughs> that's great, and don't get used to it because you know next week um, I'll be down in Costa Rica and. Uh, you'll still be here at the Dream Studio sort of holding down the fort, but um, we're not going to jump ahead too much with that. Now, you and I just got back late last night from a an exciting road trip, wasn't it? Oh, wow. We had an amazing time. I mean, we've laughed so much. I can't remember the last time we've actually laughed so much. It had been a little – it had been a while since we had taken together – uh, the team effort of the tour of love on the road. No, and um, we actually um, did a galactivation on Saturday, which was completely um, unique and very powerful. <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit more about that uh, later on in the broadcast tonight. But you know, we went we we went to San Francisco. Uh, the uh, uh, up the coast through Los Angeles, Ventura, and and then on our way up to San Francisco, and it was exciting to say the least. Now you know we've traveled to an awful lot of cities, many, many, many cities in the last what sixteen months or something. But San Francisco for me is definitely has secured um, a very special place in my heart. Yes. And um, I would have to agree with you. I mean, it's it's just such a beautiful city um, with so many different uh, people. And it uh, reminds me very much of New York, uh, which is where I'm from originally. So it's it's definitely great to uh, 
feel uh, that energy um, in San Francisco. Now, we didn't just go up there for a activation. We were invited as guests of Earth Day San Francisco. And um, I got to MC and sort of manage uh, the speaker's tent, which was fun unto itself. But then we, um, we, we rolled out one of our, our, our newest project, our newest like outreach to the collective, didn't we? Yes, and it was amazing. We were there all day, and we had paints and brushes and people coming up and, you know, wondering what this is. And it was, I mean, at the end, it turned out absolutely beautiful. We had a four-foot by 20-foot canvas, and all of this sponsored by University Art in San Francisco on Spear and Market. Okay, we got that little plug out of the way. And... um and people got to it was the uh interactive collective art project and and um of course it's a blank canvas in the beginning and we got out there like you say all day i want people to know cuz anyone that knows you Ilya knows that all day could mean that you started like 1 in the afternoon but actually all day in san francisco um on earth day weekend on saturday was we were out there before 6 in the morning and we left at was it 7:30 in the evening you know, um, time is really uh, not the same as it was before. <laughs> but yes, it was um, a pretty long time that we were out there. <laughs> and it was an amazing experience. We had a great time. Uh, we have some pictures online that we'll be doing in some different formats uh, because we gave away the canvas. We we did not have a space for this 4 by 20 foot canvas that people had, um, like, just through their artistic and creative abilities, put their 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 vision of of the new earth of of the rebirth of of Gaia onto this canvas. And I have to tell you, like, I don't know how many tens, hundreds of people participated in this. I know that because I was back and forth from the speaker's tent, this was on the side of the speaker's tent, um, but, I mean, whenever I walked around, there were people with paint on them, uh, including myself, and um, the final product was was incredible, and, and everyone has said to me that I've talked to about this, they've said, you know, Dr. Dream, what was your what was your favorite part of the day? What was your standout? And it was that one woman Jocelyn, uh, that just, um, I coaxed her over to the canvas and she painted um, in several different areas, including the maple tree from New York City, which I thought would have hold a special place for you. And um, it's just, she's the one that they, everyone that I interacted with at the, at the canvas touched my heart, but she just, I mean, I just get all... I get a little bit emotional just talking about this woman and her story and, and what she painted. So um, we're going to continue um, with this uh, interactive collective community art project. Our next one, uh, I believe, will be at Lightning in a Bottle and then um, Harmony Festival. And then we're even talking about bringing this one out to Burning Man. That's right. And it's exceptionally exciting because people get to participate and use their creative abilities to, um, you know, put their vision of the new earth on canvas. And 
it's it's amazing. I think it's definitely something that we should continue doing. Yeah, and I mean, it's fun. Everybody had fun. And you know what I liked is I got to we got to experience um you know, people's inner children, their inner child, like them embracing their inner child and 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 you know, allowing and and sort of inviting their inner child to play. And I mean, from the Dr. Dream perspective, Dream Reality New Earth, this whole aspect of inviting, allowing and being receptive to the creative flow and process of of your inner child playing was just like, oh, my gosh, it was it was big. Yeah, it was. And I certainly let my inner child come out and I don't usually paint, but, you know, none of that really matters because we're all expressions of the divine. And, you know, why do we, why should we limit ourselves, you know, just because we haven't done something in the past? So it's beautiful to have just, you know, went with it, let it out and expressed that which, you know, was inside. And uh, it was, it was amazing. Because truly, we've talked about this before, that, that each of us in our lives are creating our masterpiece, that we are the, the artist, and each day, each moment, each, each present moment, we're, we're creating, and, and we're, 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 we're painting it, we're molding it, we're sculpting it, what, whatever it is, it's like, this is us the creator's self and so like it was so appropriate i just love this um whew, boy i just wanted to really uh honor that now tonight's broadcast we've we've got a pretty special broadcast now from the time that we started dream reality new earth radio we have been um having one one guest on actually our first show we had two guests uh, Chandra and Jeremiah, which um, I mean, rocked the house. But ever since that point, we have we have one guest per show. Right. <laughs> Thank you. I was <laughs> I was waiting for you to respond and, and did it shortly after Q, but still, you were right there with it. I appreciate that. And tonight, tonight we have really we have seriously we have three guests but then based on the scenario it's kind of like having four guests because um yeah <laughs> toward the end of the the broadcast i i sort of turn into a guest and and you become the sole host at that point that's right and uh so all in all we have um six people on the show tonight that's nice you you i love it when you count me twice um so this is this is fun. Uh and what this is about, we have an exciting exciting event coming up this Saturday in Los Angeles and it's the kickoff of at least two or three events like this. Um and possibly more because I got to tell you these these folks that we're collaborating with are seriously and I shouldn't use the word seriously because they're entirely too much fun for me to say seriously in this sentence. But but these folks are on my short list of the most favorite beings that I get to interact with in my life. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for that. I yeah. you know you're. <laughs> I think we queue up. I'm like three thousand miles away. But but let's just we'll we'll flow with it. So 
this event that we have coming up this weekend is the New Earth Wisdom Tour, and it's a mind, heart, spirit. Um, and and here's the here's the question that we came up with that really sets off what this is about. What transpires when a New York Times best-selling author, the great-granddaughter of a U.S. president, a Hollywood filmmaker, and a transformational facilitator go on tour? And of course, I'm talking about Mike Barra, Laura Eisenhower, Michael Perlin, and of course, Dr. Dream. <laughs> <laughs> I swear there's a little <laughs> here, but, but it's working. It's working, yeah. And we are embarking on this New Earth Wisdom Tour, and it's, it's kicking off this Saturday in Los Angeles, California, the city of angels. Couldn't, it could not kick off and, and embrace the tour in a better place than, than the city of angels. And it is Saturday from uh, 9 in the morning until six in the evening and um we're we're really really excited about this absolutely and we've never actually done anything like this so this is a first for us this is a first and and on the heels of a first this past weekend and and i like pushing our envelope and really putting ourselves out there um i think it's a great thing so, Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's all about, you know, pushing the boundaries and expanding uh, the box and, uh, you know, expanding the limitations. And, you know, you can't grow if you don't, you know, uh, expand yourself and go beyond the edge. That's exactly right. So tonight we took it upon ourselves to invite uh, the co-presenters to uh, talk a little bit and and enlighten us and energize us as only they can do. And so um, this is uh, this is a treat for us to to be um, in such fine company this evening. And and our our first guest is is Mike Barron. Actually, of the um, of the three presenters uh, that that um, are with me on the uh, New Earth Wisdom Tour, I have known Mike Barra the longest. And Mike is a New York Times bestselling author, and his latest book is titled The Choice. Uh, now, you and I have um, had the opportunity to uh, do some different conferences uh, with Mike, some different uh, events, and uh, he's even been a guest here on Dream Reality New Earth Radio. Uh, Mike is an exceptional character. And I would say really emphasis on the word character. Well, also on the word exceptional. So equal emphasis on exceptional and character. And so without any further ado, uh, because I may end up putting my foot in my mouth, um, I introduce you to, to Mike Barron. Mike, are you with us? Yeah, I am. What is a transitional trans, trans transitional facilitator? Is that what your title is? Is that, <laughs> is that like community organizer? Is that like community organizer? Because we hired a guy with that job description. It's not working out so well. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to be sure what we're talking about here. You know, so, it, Mark, it, did it, I hear you correctly? Wait a minute, did I hear you correctly that you and Ilya had a profound spiritual experience uh, with a painted woman this weekend? Is that like that stuff you see on on HDNet late at night? That kind of body painting thing, or it's a forthcoming video. We will be posting uh, pictures. I'm looking looking so, forward to that, then, Mark. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, 
I have to say something though, Mike. You know, you bring up a good point. You all have were like you're easy to give a title to. You know, you're a New York Times yeah. best author. I mean, come on, it's hands down. You 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 sort of took the cake for you know the the easiest title and 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 then well, we I, got know, I think. I think great granddaughter of a president of the United States is kind of a cool title to have too. So not bad, not bad. And not bad. I'm not either one of those. And it could be that my great grandfather was not a U.S. president, and also I'm not um, female. And then also, like I haven't written a book, or I've I've mm-hmm. written, but it's it's not out yet. And so by the time Ilya and I got to to Doctor Dream's title, um. You know, we were a little stretched. We actually had to make some calls and say, you know, you, you've experienced Doctor Dream. What title? Um, what, what am I? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I, can you tell me what I am? Because I'm not really sure. <laughs> I we had a list and it got wacky. It it really uh-huh. was. But so here you are, and and um, I feel like you know, um, last night you were on uh, Coast to Coast. Yeah, yeah, big With show. Our, got a got a lot of new people hopefully listening to this show and and paying attention to what we're going to do on the New Earth tour also. So That's great. I I love that. So, you're just you're you're on the circuit, brother. I mean, you're out there. You're you're <laughs> things happen. The last time I saw you, you were signing books and and stuff, stuff at um Barnes and Noble in uh here in Orange County. Well, just for clarification, I did not sign any stuff that day, nor did I sign any junk or anybody else's body parts, but I did sign some books. That's right. That was just, what, a month ago, and uh, and now things are kind of rolling at a big show last night. I got the support of my co-author for the first book uh, for Dark Mission, Richard C. Hoagland, and, you know, I I feel really optimistic. I think we're, I'm com- we're, you know, we're out of this Mercury retrograde thing that's been holding everybody back. And I think we're moving forward now into uh, into the summer, and I think it's going to be an explosively exciting summer starting this Saturday um, in L.A. Well, I, I have to remind you that back in December in Ojai, we did uh, a, a, a major event uh, right. for the, uh, the lunar eclipse. Right, right. And uh, we had a great time that night. You flew in specially from Seattle for it. It was, uh, it was an, an incredible evening, but... One of the things that evening is you predicted that things were going to get a little weird after the first of the year. Now, right. you know, my obvious question here would be, would you say you feel vindicated by recent <laughs> events? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would say I feel vindicated. I mean, I don't think things could be a whole lot weirder than they are. I mean, basically right after the first of the year, you know, we started on this process of, of – the apocalypse taking place. And, and like I told everybody in Ojai that night, you know, an apocalypse is not a catastrophe or a cataclysm or the end of the world. It simply means that veils are lifted, that which has been hidden is revealed, and that, you know, that revelation in of itself um, forces change and forces transition, and that's what the ancients understood an apocalypse to be. And, you know, I told you told you guys then that we're in the midst of it, and, and that stellar alignment, that amazing alignment of of the earth and the moon and the sun, creating that eclipse and all of the prayers and things that we did on that really special night, that galactivation that you did that night, um, was part of this process of transitioning us to the next level, to the next step that we're going to take. And it's pretty it's pretty gratifying when, you know, you say things are going to start to get weird, power structures are going to be challenged, governments are going to be challenged, monetary systems are going to be challenged. And here we are, you know, basically since the first of the year, after that energy was put out 
on, on the winter solstice that night, December 21st, 2010. Governments started to collapse left and right. We have a new conflict in Libya. Um, it's all related, I think, to that particular um, energy that's going around. I mean, you've got, you've got revolution basically everywhere, um, everywhere in the world right now, including there's a lot of revolution going on in the United States. There's a lot of things that are changing. There's a lot of old ideas that are being challenged right now, uh, politically, economically, and spiritually. And so all that stuff started to happen. And, you know, then we had the, the incredible earthquake in Japan and the nuclear power plants melting down. I mean, you know, these are once-in-a-generation kind of events, if not longer. I mean, the, the Japanese quake is once-in-a-lifetime, a if not once-in-several-lifetime kind of event to have a, an earthquake that huge. And, you know, all this stuff is happening, and it's all just sort of part of this transitional phase. Everything feels un unstable right now because everything is unstable. And, and the cool thing is, though, that most people don't realize is that we get to decide how it's all going to come out. And that's that's what I'm going to be talking about on Saturday. And that's that's what I particularly like because it's it's not – it's it's not in stone here. We've got, um, I mean, as the title of your book suggests, we've we've got a choice or the the choice. Yeah, we have the choice to make. I mean, that's the whole theme of the book, which is that all this energy that's coming to us from the center of the galaxy and from the, the stars and the planets um, is going to inevitably force polarization, conflict, and change upon us. And I don't want everybody to get upset about conflict. It doesn't necessarily mean war, but it means you know we're going to hash out what it is we want and what it is we don't want. We're going to replace the old with the new. And uh, it's really completely up to us. You know, The apocalypse is not something that happens to you. It's something that you get to participate in the outcome of. And I think it's really, really critical that we all understand that and that this energy that we're experiencing these energy fields we're entering it's a two, it's a two-way street and we can use this energy to make the world a better place it doesn't have to be a worse place we don't have to have earthquakes and disasters and things like that although i think we will have some i think we will have some some upsets and some hiccups here along the way and i i really view japan i hate to say this because it, it it sounds it sounds kind of dispassionate, but it's it's kind of a hiccup. I mean, it's something that it, it, this kind of thing is going to happen. We're going to have to deal with some of these natural disasters. And the key thing is is to use our, our thoughts and our prayers, the kind of thing that you and Ilya teach people to do, is going to be crucial to making sure that that doesn't get out of hand here as we go through this, this 2012 era over the next five or ten years. So in the, in the book, which I particularly have um, – really appreciated uh, reading and being with. Um, you talk about the physics that's driving these changes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, are we ready to be, as as a collective humanity, are we ready to step up and, and have a choice? I mean, seems like if we were to look at it, you know, as the collective, we've kind of been asleep for asleep at the wheel for a while, don't you think? Well, I think we have been to some extent, but there's a lot of us that are awake, and there's more of us that are waking up every day. Um, and by the way, I, I, even I really appreciate the fact that you're reading that that copy of the Choice, even though I didn't give it to you for free. I, I'm sorry about that, but you know, it is. I know it's a sore spot. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen, it, I, I got yeah, a well. discount on it because I bought it um, for my Kindle from uh, Coast right. 
So even right. less than if I bought it for my Kindle here in the States. And you'll sign my Kindle, I'm, I'm sure. I will, I I will absolutely take a magic marker to your Kindle, no problem, right across the screen. And so you'll have my signature there forever, <laughs> no problem. Um, so, no, we, you know, we the thing is, Mark, you know, I don't know exactly what the outcome of this is going to be. I, what I know is that we're all here to vote. We're all here to choose. That's why there are so many people incarnated on the planet right now. That's why there's, you know, I have friends that are spiritual mediums that talk about the fact that there are more ghosts here than they've ever seen in their entire lives. Everybody, the, the aliens are all over the place. We've got UFO sightings left and right. Everybody seems to be here for the big event. And the big event is that we're going to vote on what we want our future to be. Now, whether that future manifests itself in a week, a day, a month, a year, 10 years, or over the next 100 years, I don't know. I mean, what could be happening here is just that that spiritually, in some way, we're all we're going to vote, and maybe just 50.0000001% of us decide to choose a, a, a better way and a different life, a more spiritual life. I, I don't know, but what I know is that we do have to get centered, we do have to get focused, and people like you um, have to lead folks and, and show them you know, when they wake up, what they can do to make sure that, that the world gets better and not worse during this transitional period. Now, Mike, you know me. I, I vote love, but but now you just sort of threw me off balance there. I mean, this isn't all happening in like the next 18 to 20 months or something? Oh, what, what are a you lot talking of stuff about? Is- an awful lot of stuff is going to happen, but the you know the the Hopis and the Hindus basically say that it's going to be a, a longer period of time. The the Hindus have uh, what I one of the things I did in the book that was really interesting is I started looking at the the chunks of the calendar, how the Mayans broke things out, and this this number five thousand one hundred and twenty five years seemed to be really important to them. And if you take that and you know use go five times with that, what you get is 25,920 years, which works out to be exactly one processional cycle of of the Earth um, uh, around its large processional um, circle in the sky. And so that, to me, was not a coincidence. So when I looked back and I started looking into the, the Hindu Yuga cycles, what I saw was that the last... Um, yuga cycle that we're currently supposedly in, the Kali Yuga, which is the rough time, the bad time, the downtime, um, started right about the same time the Mayans started their current long count, which is running out in 2012. And if you add 5,125 years to the Hindu calendar, what you get is the year 2023. So what I suspect in looking at the astronomy, looking at the astrology, looking at the alignments of the planets, is that this transitional period is going to have a really big peak in 2011, 2012, 2013, but it's also going to continue out. It's going to reverberate until 2023. And a lot of us think, for various reasons, because of the physics, which I explained in the choice, that it's actually going to, the big year is going to really be more 2016 than 2012. I think we'll just kind of get used to the idea, oh, nothing happened in 2012, and then in 2016, if we don't watch it, we're going to get clobbered. So we have to be, we have to stay spiritual, we have to stay in that place of love, and we have to stay vigilant um, of the, the new and better world that we create. Oh, I love that. I love that. Now, you are going to have a little more time than we normally give you at um, at uh, things that we've invited you to in the past, except that first time we met when you took um, an additional 45 minutes of my time slot uh, yeah. to make your presentation. <laughs> Well, you know, one thing I can do is talk, Mark. There's, that's no problem, actually. Getting getting words out of my mouth is not an issue. 
Well, this will be great. We're very excited to to have you there. Now, let me ask, uh, are you going to um, have your uh, magic Sharpie and uh, some some books, the choice, available yeah. for people to pick up? Yeah, at the New Earth Tour on Saturday. Uh, April, well, it was it April 30th? It's uh, it's at the Olympic. What's it called? The Olympic. Um, the Olympic Collection Conference. The Olympic Center. Collection. It's it's downtown L.A. Uh, or Western L.A. Um, at nine o'clock, I'll be doing my show, and you know, I'll be doing my two two and a half hours, whatever it works out to be. And at the end of that, not only will you know an awful lot about what's in my book and and what's going to happen in the next few years, but yes, I'll have copies there, and we will. I'll be autographing them for anybody that would like to pick one up, or if you want to pick one up on Amazon, or even go to a local bookstore. They're all over the LA area here. In fact, they're all over in bookstores all around the country. Go pick up a copy and bring it on down to the show, and I'd be happy, happy to sign it for you. Nice pitch. Now, actually, Mike, I I am a huge fan of of the book, and um, really highly suggest that um, that people that are listening to this read it. Um, it puts th- it it is it's the 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 physics of metaphysics. I call it the mm-hmm. science of the heart, but you you've coined the physics of metaphysics, and 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 it it just brings that perspective in. Um, that that really assists people that that think that way. Yeah, all of us that believe all this this crazy new age stuff, it turns out after all we're not crazy, and the science actually backs us up. It doesn't back up the skeptics. Um, the skeptics just choose to ignore a lot of experiments that are out there that really um, threaten, you know, their worldview. And that's one of the things that I try to do with the choice is just point out to everybody, hey, you know, you're not crazy, and your time of being the black sheep in the family are over because we can actually back up all this stuff about auras and energy fields and the force and uh, and the power of love. So, you know, that's the things, one of the things we're going to be talking about Saturday. And I'm going to kind of give the, the opening presentation, the underpinning of everything, and, and then all the rest of it. You know, um, your, your presentation, um, the film we're going to see, and Laura's presentation are all going to kind of be built on those building blocks that I laid down at the very beginning. Yeah, now you're going to stay with us all day, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah until happy hour. What time will that be? <laughs> yes, I happy will be hour. there all day. I will absolutely be. <laughs> happy hour is going to be at 9 o'clock in the morning uh, Saturday because that's when we're going to start. It's going to be a really that's happy That's exactly right. And, forever. Mike, I have to say that, um, you know, however we are validated by events that are coming up and everything else, um, people are st- – still going to feel like you're a little crazy well uh, yeah you know i'm actually down with that and really the only people i'm worried about not thinking i'm crazy are the people that are listening to me so you know um here's the thing if if they weren't already curious they wouldn't show up and uh you know the people that think we're crazy are the ones that really don't listen to us mark so (laughs) like this vicious mean this vicious vicious mean lady that attacked me last night on facebook after i had the audacity to talk about plants having feelings and emotions and feeling fear at being um, chopped up and burned and so forth. For, for well, that's, that's one of the Quite studies study your, in your book that you talk about, and you'll be sharing with us on Saturday, that um, I, I, I've, I have now shared that uh, information, that study, with countless people uh, on yeah. buses in Costa Rica, on airplanes. I've, it's, one of my, it's one of my Mike Barris stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good to know that you have Mike Barra stories. Um, yeah, and it just you know it, it's not any judgment against people that choose to be vegetarian. It's just that you know 
one of the things we have to do in this existence in this three-dimensional realm is we have to eat and that usually involves the death of something else and as long as we show the proper respect for those animals or that those plants and i think um i think that's the thing that we've been missing in our culture it's it's like a breach of contract with the animal kingdom and that's some some of the things that we have to change i think i think in the new world it evolves one of my cause celebs is going to be um is going to be you know changing the way that we um we raise our cattle and the way that we slaughter them for food consumption we we really do need to do things differently and and start treating them with the respect that uh, all the little animals of the world deserve so that's way way off on a tangent but we're going to talk about that on saturday along with a bunch of other really cool stuff i love that and i just want to thank you so much for for being here with us tonight now Ilya has remained so quiet Ilya, is there anything you want to say as we we say good night to to mike barra well i just want to thank mike for um, a beautiful brief introduction um for what you know, uh, you're going to be discussing on Saturday. I think uh, you've covered everything, and so um, I just have uh, a lot of gratitude and looking forward to uh, seeing you. So thank you. Yeah, I'll be there, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys, uh, giving you guys hugs, although, you know, with a certain amount of, of man dignity there. And um, <laughs> and and also looking forward to seeing all the, the members of the audience. You know, come on down. It's going to be a great show, and uh, it should go... I think it's going to be really, really eye-opening for people um, from all different walks of life and from all different perspectives on these issues. Definitely. Thank you so much, Mike, and we'll see you on Saturday morning. See you then. Bye. Excellent. Now, I I think we should mention here just before all the people that uh, got on the broadcast and are are leaving because because Mike finished his um, his portion uh, that. Uh, we do have um we we picked up a sponsor along the way and it uh this sponsor uh anonymous sponsor um wished to remain anonymous um allowed us to defray some of our costs and because of that we are still holding a certain number of tickets available um at $30 $30 and you get Mike Barra, Laura Eisenhower, Michael Perlin and his film, Three Magic Words, and then Dr. Dream, Ilya, and the Band of Angels doing a breakthrough galactivation experience for $30. And so um, wow. you just go to the web. I know. It's like, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, but that's hearing, like, wow, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> I know. I just love it. And I love that someone stepped up and said, we really want to support you. And so, you know, what's the room rental? And we were like, wow, well, if that's out of the way, then we can really play with these numbers a little bit. So um, if you go to newearthtour.com, click on Los Angeles, all the details are there, um, and make your way there because we actually just have a limited number of the uh, $30 tickets available. And after that, the price goes back up to the $77. So I uh, just wanted to put that out there. And now um, it is, uh, it's time for our next guest. And this is a person that um, I don't want to say that I was stalking her <laughs> because that might not go over very well. But I will say that I was paying a lot of attention to her Facebook pages um, and um, always looking forward to reading her posts. Um, her status updates, and um, I was moved 
so many times by by her words coming so beautifully from from the core of this amazing um embodiment of the divine feminine and so of course now you know um that I'm talking about uh Laura Eisenhower and Laura is a global alchemist a clairvoyant and a cosmic mythologist and with great passion and courage she is helping to return sacred union divine wisdom and the many faces of the goddess that have been buried and forgotten for thousands of years and and um wow this is this is absolutely Laura Eisenhower Laura welcome to Dream Reality New Earth Radio Thank you so much good to be here I am so pleased that you are here with us and uh you were a a recent guest um on the show um in the last couple of weeks i guess it was something like that and um that was a story all into itself but it, it's beautiful how everything has arranged itself and uh here you are here tonight with us and um you you talk about um I mean, the the title that you've given your your presentation uh, in the past has been igniting the divine spark within, and right. and I absolutely love that that title. And it, and it's it, it's obvious that uh, for yourself in your in your own I am presence, you have uh, it wasn't even igniting. I believe that's happened within you. There was a flame torch or something that uh, has turned that divine spark into um, just something really amazing. And anyone that comes into contact with you, uh, be it your um, huge uh, fan base on uh, Facebook or anyone that meets you in person, really gets to, to feel that 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 energy. So um, we're we're very excited to have you here tonight. Oh, thank you. Now I've got uh, some questions that I've been that I've been thinking about. Um, so you know, one of the things that I that I want to ask is, what do you feel is is our priority to understand and and be aware of during this shift time? Because we're all, you know, we just listened to Mike Barra and and we didn't have to to hear it from him. We're all feeling. Um, I can only speak for myself, but I'm looking around and I'm figuring we are all feeling this incredible shifting that's that's happening. So, um, so, so, what is what is the priority? I think the priority is really um, on our inner world and the conditions of our inner world, because that ultimately is what is behind our manifestations. And uh, there's just a lot of work that needs to be done there due to um, the way the power structures have uh, been throughout history. Uh, religion and government. And what it's done, it's caused a major separation and, um, in a sense, um, a lot of control over our creative energy and the way we perceive ourselves and the world around us. So, I mean, really, I think one of the most important things is to understand the inner nature and the importance of what I call and others call the alchemical marriage, which is really bringing polarity together, duality together, and creating relationships whether that's dark and light, masculine, feminine, um, you know, just the higher and lower nature of a being, um, they are meant to dance together and work together. Uh, and and also think it's extremely important to look at the way that we treat each other and the world around us. And Mike put it very well as far as having respect for all living creatures and plants and animals and each other. And um, 
really doing the energetic work, the soul work, to rise as better beings and more um, in awareness and clarity about what our potential is and what throws us off so that we can keep ourselves centered and in a state of sacred union, which is what keeps us from looking to the externals for solutions and fulfillment and, um, you know, answers regarding our destiny and uh, whether we're going to be saved or not. It's really um, something that's up to us and our process to integrate all different aspects of ourselves from the highest of dimensions to um, the, the most based human, um, you know, desires and needs and passions and wants. And uh, I think in that work, when we really do that transformative transmutation type um, work on ourselves, then we create a ripple effect and we begin to activate each other and we begin to connect the dots of spirit, which enhances the immune system of the planet and assists in ridding the world of all the attacks and all the disease and all the different um, issues that result in any being that is out of balance. It's, it's a natural thing that happens to anything that is not fully in its um, true nature. It, it attracts the type of things that the world is attracting. Same goes with the uh, individual self. I love it. I love. I, I just. Uh, I love your perspective, and and it it so resonates with me. Now, now you and I both share a very strong connection uh, with Gaia, mm-hmm. and so. I'd like to ask you about your understanding of ascension and how it connects with Gaia and the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Well, this is really, um, we're dealing with a planetary body that's an organism. And basically, the conditions of the planet um, are showing us a mirror of the balance of humanity. It's sort of this very vulnerable, innocent vessel that is showing us what has gone wrong and what is happening that is just um, the, purely the nature of uh, a self-serving um, elitist mentality that, that is ruling the world, that we happen to be feeding and empowering and giving our attention to, that we don't have to be. Um, it's like, why would one want to feed the cancer in them when they could feed the immune system or feed the body or feed the healing aspects of the self. And that's where the choice comes in, which Mike, of course, talks about. And it is a choice. I mean, no matter what we're doing at any moment in time, we have a choice to um, illuminate ourselves, be more embodied and enlightened, create better relationships, or we can create drama and strife and chaos and negativity and be addictive and and create all sorts of problems for ourselves. Um, So when it comes down to the planetary body, it being an organism, it's got a divine will. Nature, to me, is the divine will of the planet. Nature is, to me, its soul. It's got earth, air, fire, and water, very similar to our own inner workings, which connect to astrology, how we all have you know, different astrological signs, fire, air, earth, or water, and we're affected by the cosmos and all the planetary bodies. Um, so Gaia is a cosmic being who's a multidimensional being, and so are we. And really right now, um, in our creation, we want to kind of step out of the zodiac, step out of the wheel of necessity, step out of the karmic cycles, restore the tree of life from the duality of the tree of good and evil, and like I said before, really merge the polarities. And the sacred masculine and feminine exists within all of us. And to ascend, we need to come into harmony and balance and really tune into Gaia because that is the force, the creative force that is leading us and guiding us. And uh, 
she has the capability of regenerating. She has the power to restore herself. She has the power to elevate us to all that we truly are by us understanding that there's no separation. On the highest of levels to the, the, the core of the planet where the sun is. There's a sun in the center of the earth. There's a sun in the sky. And just like our chakra systems and our physical beings, we are a microcosm of creation. And so the ascension process and its connection to Gaia has to do with really tuning in to our own inner truths, our intuition, and what nature has to say, and really listening to her and listening to, um, you know, our higher selves, being guided by our higher selves. And it's important to do this, but it's not very easy to do it when we're still listening to old authority, you know, ancestral patterns that are in our spaces, dramas and wounds that get triggered when in relationship. And it's like, okay, there's these outer power structures that really mess with us, but then we have one thing that we do have control over fully, which is how we run our personal lives and what we choose to give our attention to. So when we choose to really connect with Gaia and we choose to really do that work, we naturally are in an ascension process because just like a body that gets cut or scraped, it automatically knows how to heal itself without needing any direction. So this planetary body and nature know how to heal itself without needing any direction. But if we're opposing it and if we're not assisting it, we're actually part of the problem and the disease. So when we make that choice to be a healing agent and a part of the white blood cell community and a part of the transformative process, then we are flowing with truth and we're flowing with the natural um, nature of ourselves and the cosmos and Gaia. And that is when we're truly on the path of ascension. And, you know, this stuff is going to happen with or without us. The galactic core is emanating all sorts of incredible frequencies. And these elitists can do all they want, you know, and can to, to block it. But ultimately, the resource is always there. It's infinite. It's eternal. And so are we. We can start over right now. This can be the first day of the rest of our life. We can let the rest go and really start to live an authentic lifestyle and existence that is absolutely serving the right forces and negating the ones that have not had our best interests in mind for thousands of years. Absolutely. Well said. Now, on the on the site, um, you know, Mike got me talking about uh, titles, um, and uh, your title is uh, that that we've we've worked with or played with, as it were, is global alchemist. And so, uh, I'm interested. What do you mean by the term global alchemy? Well, you know, alchemy is really turning lead into gold, as, as far as what the definition is. So, when one looks at it on soul nature. And one looks at inverted symbols that these, oh, what do you want to call them? There's so many names for the, the, the power elite, the whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the Illuminati, whatever. They've inverted all these symbols. They've inverted all these different things to basically control nature, control humanity. The global alchemy part is turning the inversion upright again. This connects especially to the planet Venus and what the divine feminine energies are doing right now on the planet, which um, is what's leading to this, well, we're in the shift already, but um, where the window period of 2012 and beyond is where it's most activated, based on Venus transits and a natural stargate. So this is the process of turning the inverted pentagram upright again, which is alchemical in the sense because the earth, air, fire, and water, with the upright point being spirit, turns spirit into the dominant force that, informs matter rather than matter being the force that informs spirit or controls it or keeps it kind of imprisoned. 
And uh, so basically the work of Global Alchemy, which I've been doing since I was a kid in many, many lifetimes, is following this journey and going into the depths, going on the labyrinth path, going into the underworld, and busting through the gatekeepers and doing all that is needed to be done to get to that core and flip everything over. And, um, I mean, it's a process, and it's, it's a unified field. It's something that we're all doing and participating in. But some, of course, are asleep and unconscious to it, so they don't realize that they're actually giving their power to the inversions. And they've, you know, lost the sense of their self, themselves and their divine power. So when I use the term global alchemy, I'm basically talking about turning what is wrong, the demonic consciousness on this planet right now, into unity consciousness through flowing with the path and journey of the goddess into whatever region and territory and, and living out certain myths and completing them in a sense, in order to bring things to fruition. And this is something, like I said, we're all participating in. These archetypes are part of the higher growth of the human soul. You see them reflected in the tarot cards. You see them reflected in astrology. It's a part of all of us. And every time we go through the dark night of the soul or some sort of experience, in a sense, we're doing soul alchemy. We're learning to rise above it, find our wisdom, not be victims to it, but actually get wiser, smarter, stronger, and more and more um, empowered in, in our truth rather than taken further and further down into suffering and pain and victimhood. And so it's very important to be conscious, to not go in that direction, when really we can look at the past and see all those adversities as things to really assist us in our ascension process. I love it. I love it because it's all about us, as you say, being empowered and, and, and participating and assisting this process. Yes. Yep, and everybody counts, and it's not one person doing it. It's not, there's no separation. I mean, this is a mandala, and this is why when I say when we connect all the dots of spirit, that increases the vitality and the immune system of the planet, which helps eject all these other things. And, um, and we're a mandala, so every role counts. It's like the web of life. Um, there's interconnectedness, and the diversity needs to be respected. Nobody's meant to be a sheep. Nobody's meant to be told what to do, how to do it but we can certainly assist each other and inspire each other to be the best people we can be. But we all affect one another. We're, we're a family. We're, I mean, we're, we're all interconnected. And um, oneness is not about sameness. It's about the harmony of diversity. So, Great. Just great. I'm, I, I'm sitting here a little bit in awe of the fact that, um, that I get to be a presenter with you and Mike, and Michael Perlin, and I'm just like, I'm really sitting here. I, I, I I'm just, um, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit blown away. Um, <laughs> and of well, course, I'm so grateful to be with you. Every interaction that uh, that I've had with you further ignites the divine spark within me, and uh, and I, I certainly appreciate that, and it will be um, a real gift for um all those people that are uh you know stepping up to uh to to be in uh in attendance at the conference and uh there's going to be some great um energy going around i mean obviously uh what we're talking about uh and and we're going in the order that uh that the the, the presenters will be on saturday and so so mike starts off and we've got the choice and and all of it backed up uh, with science, and then and then Laura, you bring in the just the um, just the the rest of that that build up, sort of taking it from there and and raising it levels and levels higher 
um with with your energy and and the the divine feminine that just radiates ever so beautifully uh from you people are really uh people are going to get like a blast of amazing energy from this event on Saturday yeah i i really hope a lot of people come cuz i mean it's it, we have to come together it's really important and um i'm just so looking forward to it i'm really grateful to be participating with with all you guys and and that we're going to go further than just LA and this is just the beginning and this is such good timing it's just amazing so yeah it really is and 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 now that you say that i should put it out there that on june the 4th we are in sedona arizona and on June the 5th, uh, which is a Sunday, we are in Phoenix, Arizona. So uh, those are the the confirmed dates. We've got the Sedona dates up there, and we are just uh, finalizing uh, everything with, with Phoenix. But, um, yeah, I, I want to continue this one. To me, it's all falls under our what what Ilya and the the angels and I have been doing for the last uh for the last while which is the tour of love and and this is just under that under that umbrella the new earth wisdom tour and so Laura thank you so much for uh making the time to to be with us tonight and uh for sharing um uh your your spirit and your heart with us Oh well, thank you so much for having me and definitely I'll see you soon and Absolutely. Thanks for, for listening. Okay. All right. Bye. See you Saturday. Okay. Wow, Ilya, are you are you? I mean, I'm almost I'm almost speechless. I got to tell you that it's you know we've just had two of our guests tonight. We have two more to go. This is uh, we're on a roll. Yeah, and I just want to mention that um, Laura, uh, I I honestly do see her. Um, you know, being a huge, huge part in uh, this whole global awakening that is happening. And um, I just, you know, I, I, I really do see um, the divine feminine aspect uh, coming through uh, Laura's aura. And um, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to to know her and uh, to, you know, to play the game uh, with her and with all of us together. And, yes, uh, so far the show is amazing. And um, we're only halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're having a good time now. Well, just, I'm, I'm having to like, take a deep breath and, 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 and move into the um, really in, uh, incredible energy of our, of our next guest. And um, I say that and I, I sense that he, sort of, you know, shudders a little bit because I used that same word uh, when he was our guest uh, recently um, here on the broadcast, uh, a show um, that was just all about uh, Michael Perlin and um, who he is and, and, and where he's come from and, and what led him to create, to, to manifest uh this this film of his which is called three magic words and so uh michael is a documentary filmmaker a videographer and effects artist um and uh he is more than qualified on so many levels i mean what i just said is it's not even the tip of the iceberg um who michael perlin is that's just 
that's that's what played in that that he could uh take who he really is and his passion um and present this uh this amazing film to us. So, uh Michael, are you here with us? I am. Hi. Welcome, welcome once again. Seems like we were here Thank last you. week. <laughs> yes, and and you are, are are just saying the most amazing things, and just your kindness just is. I'm just blown away by it. You're even more than you were last time. Thank you for all those compliments. Well, uh, as you and I continue continue to have interactions, and and I have to say that with with each of the presenters. Uh, that have come together for the New Earth Wisdom Tour. Um, it has gone well beyond just the interaction of, uh, you know, you've done this great film, you know, why don't you speak at this conference we're putting together? I mean, I'm honored to have become friends with everyone. And, and Michael, you and I have uh, had, um, you know, many conversations. We've We've met up at, at different events, including the uh, the uh, premiere screening of the film here in Los Angeles. That's where we first met, and then at another event that weekend, and then last even last week, as we were driving up to to San Francisco, we stopped to see you, and and it's it's a pleasure. I'm I um, it's it's one thing to see your film and and think. Um, or you really have a feeling about you know this Michael Perlin, the, the the filmmaker, this guy. You know, it's a whole other thing to go from there and to become friends with you. And so um, it really is. Uh, it, it's it's a treat for me. Well, it is a treat for me to be the a friend of the Doctor of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is a dream doctor? Well, you know, it's it's what we're going to talk about here in a little bit when when uh Ilya gets to uh interview me but it's all it's, oh, yes. it's what we talk about so much and it really you know your film is really right there with it because and and all of the presenters are right there with with what Dr. Dream is about i mean in our own in our own way of getting the message across in in on on the core level of what we're putting out there it's it's just different words it's just different ways of putting it out there but but really it's from the core it's it's almost all the same stuff and and so here you are you've got this film three magic words and um i guess the the best question is you know we're we're seeing films now that are um you know i guess in my mind you know the um sort of cracking open um that the 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 um shifting in the in the in in film uh for me was when i saw um what the bleep do we know um and then there's been you know i i don't even want to list names or anything because i don't want to compare any film to yours but but there's been you know other films that um that are in this sort of conscious film genre i guess we could call it and so i my question for you is is why is three magic words different than than anything else we've seen? Yeah, that's a really good question. And uh, before we showed it to a big audience, I would have told you that the film uh, is about our connection to everything on the earth, to all nature, and the entire universe. And and really, 
uh, understanding and tapping into that connection and, and feeling the oneness with everybody. But after we showed it to a big audience, and I, I can't even tell you that how pleased I am with the feedback that, that I've received. Um, and uh, after hearing the feedback, I would tell you that it is an, an activation. Like uh, people are telling me that their their third eye is blown right open, that they're that they're connecting their higher self, and and that is uh, I didn't know that that what what I had when when the film was completed. I wasn't sure if. I had done it. If I had done what I wanted to do, if I if I had made something that could possibly create a wave um, of consciousness of a shift in people individually, and the feedback that I'm getting has told me that that it's happening. That people are just um, awakening to their their divinity inside them, the the, the higher self, and um, and and just uh, spreading it to everyone that they know and, and everyone that they feel like would could benefit from from seeing the film. So I'm really pleased that it really Hello? You there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. So yeah, it's I would say it's different. It's it's not teaching us uh the power of positive thinking. It's not teaching us, you know, how science is uh related to spirituality. It's not teaching that stuff. It's actually activating it inside us because it's already in there. So it's it's a, it's reminding us uh, to the wisdom that we already have inside us is what um, I've been what I feel like it, it's doing at this point for people. So it's that yeah, so powerful. Well, I have to share my my story, uh, my my brief story about going to the film. We went. Um, I met one of the people that was um, instrumental in the film and played a big role in. Um, actually assisting you in, in manifesting it to the form that it's in now, uh, Gudni Gudnason. And I met him in uh, in Tokyo about a month and a half ago or two months ago. And uh, we were both headed back to the States, and, and he invited me um, to the premiere screening in Los Angeles. And so I, uh, of course, took him up on the off, off, author, <laughs> offer. Oh, my goodness. And... Um, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I, I've been traveling and all this, and I wasn't the your, you, your film. This wasn't on my radar, and so here I show up at this beautiful theater in Los Angeles, and from the moment that we're in line to to get in, because everyone's there, you know, more than promptly, because this is such a big deal, and and who am I seeing? But all the people that I know in Southern California in the field of, of uh, you know, human potential, personal development, you know, whatever you want to call this field that, that we're all in, raising consciousness, raising vibrational frequency. I'm looking around and I'm seeing, you know, everyone and I'm just like, wow, this is this is amazing. You know, and I'm I'm fascinated to to experience this film and <laughs> i got to tell you that it was it it is so in alignment with what we all are already doing out in our lives the 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 group that was gathered there that evening and yet as we then stood in the lobby after the film people were moved by it okay again this was 
this was singing to the choir. These were people that that are just already in this energy, holding this energy, and yet we were all incredibly moved by how you put this together, by the energy of it. And um, I I was beyond beyond impressed. So. Um, you know, I've got to give you that on a on a very big level because um, you know, to me that that was that that was telltale of of uh, how it will be accepted on a very broad a very broad level. So I'm I'm so excited that you will have the film um here with us on Saturday in Los Angeles and then in addition to that people are going to get to ask you questions and and kind of dig in a little bit with you and you're going to be introducing it so this is this this takes it all to to a whole nother level yeah now I, I want to know something I want to know what was your intention in the very beginning, in, in making this film and and doing this, well, my intention was to just take all of the metaphysical and spiritual ideas in history and bring them together into one common theme, so that uh, everyone can understand it in a in a way that does not does not uh, go against um, anything that would kind of create an emotional response toward their belief systems. So it uh it it let me let me put it this way. When I started the when I started the film, I took a camera and I went out to some art festival on Abbot Kinney and I asked people this question. I asked people, Who are you? And people would say, Well, I'm uh people would talk about what they did, they would talk about where they're from and I mean that's what everybody did. That's exact. They had the exact, same exact answer. So I said, "Okay, this isn't working. Um, I'm going to rephrase this question." So I started over, and I asked people, "Who are you? Minus your name, what you do, and where you're from." And people were stumped. They they didn't know how to answer it. They just looked at me. I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "I had to answer, ask it again." And what I got was people answered the question. And no matter who they were, it doesn't matter who they were, whatever religious background uh, or the beliefs, they answered the question without any ego when they realized that they could not answer it with their name, what they do, or where they're from. And people tapped into their divine selves and their oneness. And some um, just the most profound statements came out of them. So I knew I had something. I knew I had broken through a barrier. And... uh that was my intention was so to make something that would turn that on in 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 everyone in the audience that watched it um so what I would say is that this if you come saturday and uh this is it's go it's more like an exper- it's an experiment that we're gonna do we're going to turn you on <laughs> we're going to see if that spark inside you will turn on and light up and see what the change that it makes in you and the way and and that and how you feel and the connection that you feel with the earth and with everybody around you. And so it'll be interesting to see what kind of activation that we can create. 
<laughs> yes, I have. I have the hugest smile. I don't know if I've ever smiled that big just listening to you say that last sentence, and knowing you, knowing the film, and then knowing the entire energy that is surrounding this day and what we all bring to the table. You saying that right there just encapsulated like a major piece of of what the experience on Saturday is going to be all about. I'm uh, just, I, I wanna, I'm, I'm too busy doing the broadcast, but I want to take a picture of my smile because this is like, <laughs> this is great. Great. <laughs> yes. Well, we're, yeah, we are definitely going to do an experiment. And uh, it's going to be a, well, you know, it's going to be an experiment that hopefully will be, will light up the entire room. We'll have to put some goggles on. <laughs> I believe that, the, that it will result in lighting up the entire southern coast of California and well beyond. <laughs> yes, yes, and that's uh, I love creating waves. That's what I you know as a, as a kid we love don't we all love to create waves in the water? We splash. We like to create a wave like if we're holding a rope. Well, I've always wanted to create a wave of consciousness, no matter how small or how big. I just would love to start it and see what happens with it. And this movie is my my attempt to create a little wave. Well, you're creating much more than a little wave. I will tell you that right now. I uh, you are doing um, uh, the New Earth Wisdom tour with us, and and we have the three firm dates. Um, I know that uh, I I have the honor of taking your film with Spanish subtitles. Uh, down to Latin America this year, which is incredibly exciting for me. And you're headed um, up to to San Francisco. You're headed to to Portland, where I, Neil Donald Walsh will be. Oh, give us some names. Throw some actually, drop some names, will you, Michael? Yes, uh, and uh, actually, Neil's from Ashland, Oregon, and that's uh, where we plan to do the screening when we go up there, and in, in like uh, hopefully in May or June. We haven't we don't have a set date on that yet. It might be July, so we're still looking into that. Um, but, uh, yeah, San Francisco, we're going to have a few guests on the panel. Um, um, we're still waiting back to hear from some of them, so I can't throw any names out there yet. Um, and we're going to be doing – go ahead. Give us some names of who's in the film. You can do that because oh, they're already oh, – we've already seen yeah. them. Yes. Amazing, beautiful Jazz Muheen, who is a breatharian, is in the film. Um, Kuhlman Master, uh, Max Christensen, who was one of my first spiritual teachers a long, long time ago. Uh, Coot Blackson with the Blackson Group. He's an amazing life coach and uh, uh, mentor. Um, there's some divine beings. They're all divine. There are some beings, Indian beings. Um, Professor Sasi from India and uh, Nandi, uh, who is a uh, yogi from India. Um, there's Neil Donald Walsh, who we've all um, are familiar with with his books, uh, his book series, Conversations with God. Uh, there's Debbie Ford with the um, Ford Institute, and she is a, she's an amazing life coach and mentor. Lisa Renee, who is a galactic, I can't even tell you, I can't even give her a title. She's so powerful in, in her connection with just with the universe. She's like a, a galactic starseed spiritual mentor, uh, healer, and uh, just, uh, she's she's amazing. Um, 
we have Lou Corona, who's a holistic health educator, and he goes around the world and heals people with uh, prescribing them onto raw living uh, food diets, just healing them of cancer and disease and whatever might, they might have, diabetes, um, and many, many more. There's children in the film that are already activated. I already know about their divine connection and who they are. I love watching so, the kids in the film. I love that 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 energy and what they have to say. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. this is going to be this is going to be great, and it's a it's a real treat again um, to be able to uh, experience the film with you there. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, the film is available. I, I know that there are people listening right now that um, there's no way that they can make it to. Los Angeles this Saturday or Sedona or Phoenix um, at the beginning of June. So I do want to put it out there that um, it's not the same experience uh, because it'll just be on your your computer screen. But you can go to uh, three the number three magicwordsmovie.com dot com and um, uh, uh, on demand watch watch the film. So if if you're unable to make it. Um, and to be there and see it, you know, big, and and with Michael Perlin himself there, you know, guiding the uh, sort of, you know, energetically holding space for the experience and the experiment, um, you can still uh, watch this. And I've been I've been uh, uh, sending this link out to to friends of ours around the world, and um, people are thanking me. I mean really getting back to me and saying thank you so much and of course i know what they're what they're experiencing and even on the the tiny uh, little laptop screen without you you know being right there in your energy yeah but uh you know just uh if you can make it saturday and uh don't watch the movie and then say oh i don't need to go because it's it's really going to be a different experience and you're you're going to it's uh it's it's like I said we're going to do an experiment and it's going to be a, an activation that uh, that I, I I we haven't done ever before with this movie so I'm really looking forward. <laughs> it's a day of firsts. I love it. I love it, mm-hmm. Michael. Thank you so much for for being here um, and um, and your wonderful energy and just you know all that you are. Um, and and sharing that with all of us, um, I I can speak for myself and and uh, just say that that I'm grateful for for your presence here, and um, really your presence in the the emerging New Earth Collective. So I I yes. love it, and uh, we'll we'll get to see you and 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 have this amazing experience with you on on Saturday. I am looking so forward to it. I'm I just can't. I'm so excited. I, I'm about to drop the phone. No, but uh, <laughs> I just want to thank you. Thank you so much for uh, bringing me in as a part of this this group. And I'm just, it's such an, um, an honor to to be a part of it and to be on the show. And I just love it. I love what you're doing. Thank you for doing all this, Dr. Jing. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate it. And we'll see you Saturday morning. Okay, brother. Love you. All right. Love you. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, Wow. Ilya, are you are you with us? Yes, that was incredible. And oh my gosh, I want to let everyone that's listening know that when I was watching the film, 
I literally had waves and waves and waves of energy just rushing through my body. And um, the, the information that is presented in the film is encoded with frequencies that will literally transform and activate your being. And um, I highly, highly, highly recommend you watch it. And um, if you can make it on Saturday and um, actually experience the film and, um, you know, on the big screen and, and uh, with, with all of the beautiful energies that will be there as well, that is just, I mean, I feel like that will blow me away for sure. So thank you, Michael, um, and uh, really looking forward to, uh, to seeing the film again and uh, to, uh, to seeing you. So now it is uh, your turn, Dr. Dream. Um, <laughs> we, um, we have, uh, been through so much together and, um, I personally am so, so grateful and honored to know you and, uh, to be around your amazing angelic energy. And, um, it is definitely not an understatement. And so for those who aren't familiar with you, I just want to give a little introduction about who you are. Um, Dr. Dream has uh, over 20 years' experience in guiding, mentoring, and empowering students, uh, not just students, but organizations and corporations. And he has traveled all over the world to, uh, to festivals, to uh, Burning Man, to uh, ceremonies at Machu Picchu and Angkor Wat and uh, the Pyramid of the Sun at Teotihuacan. And now um, we are doing video and radio broadcasts which are assisting people's journeys, um, and they have been assisting people's journeys on their path of transformation for uh, quite some time. And over the last 16 months, uh, Dr. Dream and his band of angels uh, have traveled to over 80 cities and facilitated to close to 110 events. And you, my friend, are a partner now in the New Earth Center of Light, which is based in Costa Rica, providing support and a diverse curriculum to the emerging New Earth Collective. Wow, that is beautiful. So thank you for um, being here with us, and it's a pleasure to interview you at this time. Um, and so the first question that uh, comes to my mind is, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just answered that. I was like, "Wow, now what am I going to say?" You know, it's just well, I I I I want to thank you for those those very kind words. It's um well, you know, it's a trip being on the other side of the we've been doing interviews now for so long. It's kind of odd to uh to have the shoe on the other foot um or flip-flop as it were here in Southern California. But anyway, um it's uh it's we've had a busy time. I listened to that and I'm like, no wonder, you know, I had to get a new new pages in my passport and and everything. It's it's been quite a journey. And that's um that that's really what my my whole life has been about is is the journey. Uh you know, sometimes we joke uh like with Mike Bear about, you know, well, you know, it's all happening in the the next 18 or 20 months and um it, it really, for me, has been this most incredible 
uh, life journey that has literally taken me all over the world and given me experiences that have created for me a conscious awareness that um that 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 I just feel this need to share. Uh we you know we were up in San Francisco this this past weekend and and I had uh, a few people at Earth Day and at the um the Galactivation event come up to me and say, you know, it's just great what you're doing and and really sort of lavishing you know, praise on me and, and, and I'll accept all that. I mean, certainly, but, uh, but I'm, I'm quick to point out that, you know, honestly, at this point in my life, um, you know, 46 years into my journey here, um, it's, I, I don't know what else to do. It's like my default setting anymore is, um, to, to be clear to to live from the purity of my heart and to touch as many lives as possible as as a i guess a a touchstone you know reminder for people and and you know you see it we we we've been out on the road and 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 you know this is what we do and it it's it's kind of like all we do and 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 I get energized from it. I get absolutely incredibly energized. People look at my schedule and they, you know, we 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 connect all the time on on Facebook with people and this and that. We've got our schedule up at at tourofloved.com and people are like, you know, and you're you're assisting so many people. You give out your cell phone number to everyone and people call you at three or four in the morning. Doesn't it doesn't it take a lot out of you? And and the answer is no. It doesn't at all. There's there's an endless, there's just an abundant, abundant supply of energy available to each of us, and I've simply found a in my life that that doing what I do and how I do it um, keeps me fully, fully energized. Mm, yes, and I definitely vow for that because every time you know we do these events. Um, before and after, you're always energized, and that's what I love about doing this, you know, with you is that it's energizing and it's empowering and it's activating and everything. And you know, one thing that I want to ask you is, um, you know, uh, these galactivations that we've been doing have started to take on a really a new perspective, and we've actually added an aspect to the galactivation. Uh, this past Saturday called the Higher Self Opening. And I want, to, I want to talk to you about what that Higher Self Opening is and what it represents and just if you can explain the, you know, the evolution of the Galactivation and where we are now with the whole process. Absolutely. I, I love that you bring this up because um, just the same way that all of us in the collective humanity are experiencing this shift that is allowing us to um, further evolve, if that's the choice that we're making, further step up to what our individual experience is about so we can step further, you know, more fully into what the collective experience is about. These galactivations, which last year we were just about the entire year, we did unconditional love activations. And then you remember that night in San Jose, like at the end of November, beginning of December, and and we left that unconditional love activation, and we said, 
it's not it's not an unconditional love activation anymore and it it became because the energy called it forth it became a universal love galactivation and um I mean, you know, I have no idea truly where this is going to go. I am so open to it, but but the experiences so far this year have been incredibly powerful and not just powerful for the the attendees, for the participants, but they're powerful for us and it's just like Wow. And so Sunday after the event, um, Saturday at the Civic Center with Earth Day and everyone and, the, and this, this, you know, so many thousands of people, uh, we gathered a group in San Francisco at an amazing space called the Empty Spaces. And we did a Universal Love Galactivation. And as part of it, um, as you say, we're, we have added this piece, which is the higher self opening. And this is done directly with uh, Chandra Rose of Light and Jeremiah Lindsay with the New Earth Center of Light, which is based in Costa Rica. And as you, as you um, said, I am uh, now, uh, we've, we've expanded and, and, and uh, I'm a, a partner in this, uh, in this amazing global network um with with these folks and and I, I say global network because we were talking about it today and um I think we listed uh, 16 different countries that um that we're all connected to um where the the new earth center of light has has active participants and so truly it is about um uh gathering this this emerging new earth collective and so a core piece for us at the new earth center of light is this higher self opening and um i had i had my experience back in november and um i guess you had yours in december but it is it's a life changer it's it's a game changer and um so we did this for the first time in a galactivation experience on Sunday, we had 10 or 12 people there, and uh, Chandra uh, and Jeremiah, uh, not just like energetically, etherically with us, but literally there with us on Skype, doing this higher self opening for this group. And I mean, it, I'm surprised that the, the foundation of the building didn't actually leave the ground based on, on what was happening. And people's response to this was, I mean, we, we get a good response, and we have in those 110 events we've done in the last 16 months or whatever it is, we have fully taken it to the next level with, with the, the higher self-opening. And so I'm excited to share that, our galactivation breakthrough experience into universal love on Saturday following these other incredible presenters will include a higher self opening. Wow, that will definitely be an incredible experience and I always look forward to these higher self openings because they just transform any uh, discordances or any energies that have been, you know, not so comfortable, I can, you know, easily transmute them through this process. Um, and so now um, what I want to ask you is, you know, you have an organization, uh, Dream the Biggest Dream, and I want to know what is your biggest dream? 
<laughs> you know what? Right now, um, I mean, my biggest dream is being present right now in this moment and absolutely being immersed in the moment and feeling and being. Further to that, my biggest dream is is Saturday. My biggest dream is a beautiful group of us coming together in Los Angeles and and going from from Mike Barra, the, the the physics of metaphysics, into the just the embrace of Laura Eisenhower with igniting the the divine spark within and and just feeling and 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 just being washed over with 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 this this divine feminine that 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 resonates so deeply from her and then michael perlin and three magic words and the you know the experiment i mean you know we hadn't even talked to him about the experiment and look what he does tonight he he manages to take me to a whole nother level about what he's doing and then you and i some other angels um, facilitating this galactivation and and higher self opening I mean, seriously, that is that is my biggest dream, and 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 we're doing it. We're we're out there. We're living it. We're being it. And 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 I mean, it really, it just it it's as I'm trying to put words to it right now. It it literally stops me in my tracks because um somehow some way in my life i have stepped into living um living my biggest dream you know i i used to dream it and and now now i'm living it and um if you're listening to this radio broadcast you're part of my biggest dream and um i i want to see you out there uh on Saturday or at, at one of our future events. Now, wow, this is something. I, I We've got just about 45 seconds left of the recorded broadcast. I want to remind people that for Saturday, April 30th in Los Angeles, from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. at the Olympic Collection, go to newearthtour.com, get your sponsored $30 ticket while they still last. Invite your friends. If you're not listening to this in Los Angeles, send the link to someone who is in Los Angeles or anywhere in Southern California from San Francisco to San Diego. Let's just fill this room at the Olympic Collection. Let's get this energy just spread out through so many people, and then let's disperse and spread it everywhere we go. I want to thank everyone for being um, on the show tonight. I want to thank you, Ilya, all the presenters, and uh, yeah, this is it. Dream Reality, New Earth, this is what we're about. Thank you so much for joining us.